What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Sports with Spencer here, and today I'm gonna be doing my review on every head coach that was hired and some coordinators that have been hired so far. I th- I thought I'd do this now because all the head coaches have been. I th- okay, they're all done. Like some, like some, some of the deals are not official yet, but they're basically done. So let's just get right into it. With the first one I have on my list, and that is Brian Flores, Patriots linebackers coach slash defensive coordinator going to the Dolphins. The Patriots defense has been really underrated this year. It has been underrated. What they did yesterday versus the Chargers, I'm going to talk about that tomorrow for tomorrow's podcast, but what they did was just dirty. (laughs) Like, that, that was just dirty. But this is this is a good hire. It it it, it kind of goes against the trend of oh we need the the young offensive kid. We need the Sean McVay, the Kyle Shanahan. This hire goes against that trend. I do support that. They they do need a lot of defensive help. They need help everywhere. I do think the Dolphins should just go full re full full rebuild mode if they think that Brian Flores is their guy. I mean, it's a good hire. The Patriots defense is good with I mean, they have talent on that defense. Don't don't get me wrong, but it's not an elite defense when it comes to talent. I think that's a I think that's pretty well known. I think that's a good opinion. But I mean, I just when you look at defensive coaches, they don't work out all the time. I still, I mean, I do know Matt Patricia has a lot of time left, but in his first season with the Lions, who are in a very similar situation to the Dolphins, it, it, it's not working. Okay, I get it's the first season, and there's still plenty of time. Do not get me wrong. But these are similar situations. They, they have a subpar quarterback. They have meh defenses with a decent amount of talent. They have, like, their offenses just are below average. Their defense is below average. Like, there's, like, there's, like, there's nothing really working for the team. And I think that Brian Flores' first season is going to go very similar to Matt Patricia's if, if they don't make, like, a draft splash, if they don't make a free agency. If they don't make a splash in free agency, a splash in the draft. That's a better way to put it. Like, and a report came out that they are eyeing the 2020 QB draft class, which I feel like a lot of teams are. So, I mean, do whatever you want to do with that. It's looking like Ryan Tannehill is going to be the quarterback for yet another season. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. That's, that. Oh, my gosh. That must be excited to hear when you're a Dolphins fan. But but the Brian Flores hire, I I don't like how, like he. I don't like how assistant coaches, like get hired by teams when they're still in the playoffs. Like that's just stupid to me. Kind of like Brian Flores, Zach Taylor did the same thing, like Dan Quinn did it a few years back. I just don't like how, like, I say like de- like defensive coordinators such as Brian Flores who has a team they're in the playoffs. They're in the final four. Oh, let's just go accept this other job. Let's like when like the playoffs should be your main focus. 
that does not concern me very much with the Patriots. I just don't like how that's happening. That that like that just bothers me. Brian Flores though, he's a great defensive coordinator. That Patriots defense has done a very good job with a good amount of talent. It's it's definitely a subpar amount of talent on that defense. I mean, the Dolphins, they're kind of relying on making a free agency splash if they want to do it, if they want to do something next year, which which with the report coming out, they're eyeing the 2020 draft class. This hire may be a lot shorter than we expect, especially with Mike McCarthy that's going to be on the head coaching market next year. Oh. If this is a one-and-done head coach, I would not be surprised. Like, I I don't like the situation that Brian Flores is getting himself into, but on the Dolphins' side of thing, things, I have to give this hire a 7 out of 10. I think it's a good hire. I don't think it's great. I could definitely see this being just a one-and-done season, kind of like Steve Wilkes had, kind of like many coaches have had, cough, cough, Browns. I just, with the reports coming out that, hey, we're looking for a quarterback in the 2020 draft class, they don't have a lot of talent. It's just, I'm not sure why Brian Flores thought that this was the job he wanted, but they have Minka Fitzpatrick. Hopefully he can build a team around him. And uh, yeah, let's just go to the next hire, and that is Zach Taylor going to the Cincinnati Bengals. I I don't I, I don't like this hire by the Bengals at all actually, cause I get that everyone's looking for the young offensive mind, and I get that he's a descendant of Sean McVay, the best young offensive mind. But he's the QB's coach. He's not the one that's calling the plays that Sean McVay is. This is this hire is either gonna be really really good or really really bad. I don't see this being like an in-between, you know, average head coach. I don't think he's Sean McVay. I don't think anybody that was hired is Sean McVay. No one. But, I mean, I like the hire based off the fact that, hey, when you're looking for the young offensive mind, why not get a descendant of the best one, of the one that everybody's using as kind of like a template? Like, hey, this is the guy we want, but we can't have him. Let's get the next best one. And to a certain degree, I the hire's good based off that template. Like the hey, he's a direct descendant from him. He's been watching Sean McVay. He's on he is on his coaching staff. He has Jared Goff. I mean I like the hire based off that, but he's not the one calling the plays. I think his first season's going to be rough. Because with Andy Dalton as his quarterback, as injury-prone as he is, if they put in Jeff Driscoll, that's not good for him at all. Like, this first season is going to be nothing like Sean McVay's. Absolutely nothing. The Bengals team is... It's not built very well. They have A.J. Green. Yeah, that's about it. A.J. Green. 
and John Ross because they drafted a receiver for some reason, like two years back. Yep, that's it. With a subpar Andy Dalton quarterback who is never going to lead you to the Super Bowl. He may make a wild card spot, which he has. But Zach Taylor, <laughs> I respect how he's gone from QB coach to head coach very quickly. I, I, I definitely do respect that. Don't get me wrong. But him as a head coach, he's either going to have a terrible season to begin with and slowly get better and kind of reach the around Sean McVay point, or he's going to have a terrible first season and just have a terrible second, meh third, meh fourth, fired. Those are the scenarios I see. And I, I don't want to shit on Zach Taylor because I know nothing about him. Like to, like, to, like, to be honest, I had no idea he was a person until like four weeks ago when, when his name started to get kind of rumored. I just, I like the hire based off the fact that, hey, he's a direct descendant. I'm going to keep alluding to this point. I'm going to keep repeating it because it's the most important thing. He's a, he's a direct descendant of the guy that you want. I like that. I really do. But on the other hand, I mean, it's just... He's not the one calling the plays. And Jared Goff this season has been kind of shaky. And he's the one that's, and he's the coach for him. I got to give this hire a 5 out of, no, I got to give this hire a 4 out of 10. This hire, okay, there's one more scenario that I would like to add. His first season is meh. Second season, okay, they're borderline playoff. So like eight and eight, nine and seven, and his third season they make the AFC Championship game, but I just don't see that one happening with the talent that he's going into. This kid Zach Taylor is either gonna have a rough head coaching career, or he's gonna be incredible. And I think it's a ninety percent chance he has a rough head coaching career. Well, okay, I don't want to say career. He's gonna have a rough head coaching tenure. Tenured. That's a much better word. Or or he's going to be incredible here in a few years, but that's like a 10% chance. I got to give it a 4 out of 10. And if he was a QB's coach for the, like, if he was a QB's coach for the Chiefs, I'd give it a 4 out of 10 too. If he was a QB's coach for a team like the Titans, this, this hire would be a 0. <laughs> Because I don't like the whole QB's coach thing. But the fact that he's been learning from Sean McVay definitely boosts it up. Let's go next on my list. And that is Adam Gase going to the New York Jets. I, 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 I really like this. I actually really like this. You get an offensive mind. Which, I mean, Adam Gase. Okay, Adam Gase. He's not really young, but he's 40. This man has 30 years left to coach. So he's young. He has plenty of time. You match him up with Sam Darnold, and I would like to add they're getting Greg Williams for a, for, for a defensive coordinator, someone who I really like. This Jets team, they don't have talent. Sorry. 
But they have a franchise quarterback and Jamal Adams and Leonard Williams. Those are three guys that I really like. If they can make a splash, if they can... I think they should trade down for the draft and just get as much talent as they possibly can. I don't think they should go for one top guy. Because unless they can get Nick Bosa, I think they should trade down and just get a slew of talent. Just get as much guys as you possibly fucking can. Kind of like the Colts did last year. And hey, that turned out pretty well. I'll talk about their game against the Chiefs tomorrow, but still. You can't deny that worked out pretty well. And the trade was with the Jets. I actually just realized that. But the the Jets have a franchise quarterback. They have Sam Darnold. I'm high on Sam Darnold. I like him a lot. They have Jamal Adams made the Pro Bowl. He's a star. He's a star. Leonard Williams, pretty good. He's good. Unless the Jets... Adam Gase got himself into a pretty good situation. Because there's no need for, hey, oh my gosh, we need to go out and get the franchise quarterback. Kind of like Brian Flores and Zach Taylor got themselves into. Adam Gase did not do that. He has a franchise quarterback. He has some pieces already built there. And Greg Williams as a defensive coordinator, that, that's pretty good. That is good. <laughs> uh, it's just... Adam Gase's first season... I, I, I want to see how Sam Darnold can develop with him. Because an- like, another trend with these hires is guys... Well, it's kind of like a different, it's like a second trend is like quarterback and head coach combos that can grow old. You look at it with the Cardinals. We will get to those. We will get to some other ones. But, I mean, this is one of those situations, and I like Adam Gase. I was kind of hoping Pittsburgh would kind of fire their offensive coordinator and get him, but, hey, that that's... That's just not going to happen. <laughs> but, I mean, this hire was a good hire. The Jets got a good one. They couldn't get Jim Harbaugh. That's fair. I, I, I mean, that's fa- I, I, I kind of expected him to leave Michigan, but it didn't happen. So, that's pretty stupid. And, I mean, you can't get Mike McCarthy. That would have been the typical hire. If the Jets could have gotten Mike McCarthy, I, I would have said this hire was a 10 out of 10. But they got a 40-year-old coach, a 40-year-old coach who can grow old with Sam Darnold, someone who I believe can be a top-five quarterback for years to come. If Adam Gase and whoever the offensive coordinator is, I have no idea. I forgot. If they can touch up on Sam Darnold's decision-making and a little bit of accuracy, because I think he was second in interceptions or tied for first, one of the two, if they can touch up on his turnovers, which was a concern when it came at, which was a concern, which was a concern at USC, there was no secret about that, and and Todd Bowles, a defensive minded, a defensive minded coach, just couldn't do that. 
Adam Gase can do that. That's why I like to hire. Him and Sam Darnold are two guys that I really like. And they can... And they... Sorry. And they can kind of grow old together. They can... They can be a quarterback-coach combo for years to come. And... And they got Greg Williams, defensive coordinator, and they have some pieces already built there. So, so, so then, like, Adam Gase won't have to worry about the defense. Greg Williams has that covered. He did one hell of a job with Cleveland. One hell of a job. I really like Greg Williams. I'm surprised that more teams did not try to get him. I'm actually shocked because of that. But, hey, I rate this higher... And 8 out of 10. And I got to throw in the Greg Williams hire. I, I, I write that as a 9.5 out of 10. I'm not going to say it's perfect because I don't know. There's, there's, not a, there's not enough talent there to say it's perfect. <coughs> Sorry. But Greg Williams can try to make that perfect. So the Jets coaching hires that I know of. I got to give Greg Williams a 9.5 out of 10 and Adam Gase an 8 out of 10. They got two good coaches. They got two coaches that I really like. That's some, The Jets have been mediocre for a long time. I think that's going to change here soon. And on to the next coach that got hired. I We have Bruce Arians to the Buccaneers. One that surprised me. Because Bruce Arians... I'm a fan of Bruce Arians. He... What he did with the Cardinals and Carson Palmer being at the age that he was, making them into like an elite team and taking them to the NFC Championship game, that, 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 was, something. that was something really, really special. And I really like what Bruce Arians did. But on the other hand, he's like 70 and there are health concerns there. Like I, okay, he's a great football coach. Don't get me wrong. I really like Bruce Arians as a head coach. But when your head coach is like 70 and he has health concerns, that's that's sketchy. Whether you want to admit it or not, that's sketchy. I wouldn't... I would, okay. Let's just say if he were like 40, like an Adam Gase, and has some health concerns, do you know what? He can power through it. He can, he's, he is still kind of young. He can power through it. Bruce Arians is like 70. And I hate saying this because I love him as a coach. I, I really like his story. If, if y'all have not watched the football life on Bruce Arians, watch it. It's really good. That man's story is awesome. But I just, from the Buccaneers side of things, I love, I have a love and hate relationship with it. Because I love it based off, oh, that's all oh, you know. That's Bruce Arians. Yeah, yeah, let's go. He's out of retirement. Whoa, Kyler Murray. He's entering the draft. Holy shit. I'm sorry. Okay. I just popped up. Sorry. But that's, wow. Damn. That's crazy. That just popped up. I I kind of want to talk about that now. But let's, 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 let's talk about the Buccaneers. Damn, that's crazy. But Bruce Arians, I, I, I have a love and hate relationship with it because I love Bruce Arians. It's like, haha, that's my boy Bruce Arians. But when it comes to hate, it's like, 
that's Bruce Arians. He's 71 with health concerns that made him retire. He left the Cardinals in shambles. Granite, granite. He did one hell of a job there. But he did not leave that team for success, and it's clear. That's clear. What he's getting himself into is a one-and-done situation with Jameis Winston. They are going to pick up on his option, and I think it's clear that they don't like the quarterbacks in this draft class. And, hey, you know, that's fair. This is a pretty weak, this is a pretty weak draft class when it comes to quarterbacks. That's fair. But it's going to go through one year of kind of – it's not going to be good for one year. I, I think he knows that. And I, I, I hate alluding to this, but at the age he's at, that's not good. I, I, I don't think you can afford to have those, especially when he has health concerns. Let's just say they kind of flare up during the season. They have a bad year. He could possibly be a one and done. He could. Bruce Arians is, is awesome. I really like him. I, I I just hope he's healthy enough to coach. The 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 Buccaneers last year. I mean, they're just they're just a mediocre team. There there really isn't that much you can say about them. They're mediocre. They have a mediocre quarterback. Ryan Fitzmagic fell apart pretty easily. <laughs> kind of like kind of like how we all thought it kind of would. But I mean. They kind of tried, like, last like last offseason, they tried to build their defensive line to be something really special. Uh, around Jason Pierre-Paul, Vita Vea, Gerald McCoy, and Vinny Curry, which, I mean, those are four talented players, but Vita Vea is not working. They could have had Derwin James. <laughs> like, that's what kind of pissed me off about their draft class last year because they could have had Derwin James, and look how that worked out. Look how that worked out. But it's just, <sighs> ah, it's it's just a mediocre team he's gotten himself into. Like, like you know it's mediocre when Deshaun Jackson wants to leave. Deshaun Jackson, a guy who's aging, not very good, a deep ball type of guy, but it's not going to work out all the time. I gotta give this hire the quick 5 out of 10. It's just a perfectly average hire to me. I I, I love it, yet I hate it. And my hate reasons is that if his health concerns kind of flare up, I'm not sure what the exact, like, concern is, but let's just say those flare up during the season, he he could be a one and done. And he's not... And he's not young. He's not He's not the typical head coach that you look for now. It's sad, but it's true. I, I got to give it a 5 out of 10. I love it because that's Bruce Arians. He's one hell of a coach. I, 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 th- I think he can turn the team around. I really do. But I hate it because health reasons. Bruce Arians, 5 out of 10. I'm going to take a sip of water real quick. Okay, on to the next head coach, and this is going to be kind of a little short one, and that is Freddie Kitchens being promoted to head coach for the Browns. I, 
I love the hire, and I, I, I don't see why people hate it. I really don't see how you can be a Browns fan and be disappointed with this hire. Because he was the interim offensive coordinator for Todd Haley, and Baker Mayfield was playing really, really good. And the Browns were winning football games. And their offense was playing well. Wow. It's almost like we should promote this guy to head coach. It's a crazy concept. The, the, the Browns did something really good to me. I love it. I love the hire. Because he's a good head... Okay. He's a good offensive coordinator. Head coaching wise... They also got Steve Wilkes for defensive coordinator, the ex-Cardinals coach. That's a meh hire. I mean, he's he is no Greg Williams to me. But Freddie Kitchens is just there's not much to say about it because there's already a track record. There there are no what ifs. There are no there are no real like maybes when it comes to this hire. It is a good hire (laughs) like they have someone who works they have someone who works with um baker mayfield they 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 already kind of have a system in place why change that it works don't fix what's not broken and freddie kitchens coaching baker mayfield wasn't broken the the browns i gotta give it a 10 out of 10 because they were mediocre with Hugh Jackson. Well, I don't want to talk about three thirty six and one, but I but I do want to talk about how they were like two and five, something like that. And then when Greg Williams and Freddie Kitchens took over, look at that—they're winning football games. It pisses me off that they couldn't keep Greg Williams. Like they should have tried to keep him for defensive coordinator. But Freddie Kitchens, hey. That offense was working. Baker Mayfield and Freddie Kitchens can and will grow old together. That's a good that, that, that that's a good hire. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. <laughs> On to the next one. We have Vic Fangio. Fangio. I don't know. I, I do not know how to pronounce his name. But he was the Bears defensive coordinator last year. Getting hired to the Denver Broncos. <laughs> I really liked the hire five to ten years ago. Five to ten years ago, I would have been like, oh, hell yeah, they were the top defense last year. You know, you, yeah, you know, I mean, that's, that's a really good hire. But Case Keenum's not your quarterback. He's not, and they have him signed for two more seasons. I don't see this being a long-term head coaching tenure for Vic Fangio, Fangio, however you pronounce it. I don't know. I, I don't see this being long-term. I, I really love the Bears defense. Who doesn't? Who wouldn't love the Bears defense? And the mastermind behind all that must be one hell of a coach. He must be. But with Case Keenum as your quarterback for two more seasons and no real plan for a quarterback, see, like, you can say I'm kind of contradicting myself cause I, because I kind of supported the whole Brian Flores hire. 
But that's because they had a plan. They were eyeing the 2020 quarterback draft class. That's because they had some sort of plan, and they were going to get rid of Ryan Tannehill and look at the other draft class. But then when you look at the Broncos, they have Case Keenum for two more seasons. And that defense, Von Miller's not getting younger. Brad, uh, uh, okay, Br- uh, okay though, but Bradley Chubb is getting older. Bradley Chubb is fucking awesome. But it's just, uh, I, unless whoever that offensive coordinator is can really get the best out of Case Keenum, Philip Lindsay, Emmanuel Sanders, and another, unlike the other receivers, I honestly don't know who they are. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, Cortland Sutton, that's one of them. Boom. But um, um, if if he can get the best out of those guys, which it's sad to hear, but I think they already did get the best of that offense, and they had like six wins. They did. That defense is gonna be incredible. That defense is gonna be something to watch for. Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, Chris Harris Jr. With the Bears defensive coordinator coaching them? Holy shit, that defense is going to be awesome. But, in the state of the league right now, (laughs) this is a quarterback's league. In case Keenum, unless Vic Fangio, Fangio, I feel kind of bad for not knowing how to pronounce his name. But if he does not have a plan for quarterback, then this is worthless. He'll be fired in one to two years. And I just don't like that at all for him because I think he's a hell of a coach. If you can coach that Bears defense to what you did, hey, you did a hell of a job, buddy. And you deserve to be hired for a head coach. And the Broncos, like, last year at that time, they were considering firing... I forgot who their last head coach's name was, but they were but they were already considering to fire him. That's not a good sign. That 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 shows they're kind of unstable there. That shows they're kind of unstable at that head coaching position. Unless they can get a quarterback, get a really good one really soon. This this hire's not going to last very long unless John Elway and the Broncos organization is bought in. For two more years of Case Keenum, and then two more seasons of what, uh, of wherever the hell they go from there. Maybe Trevor Lawrence. That would be awesome. But he has to John John Elway and that front office has to be bought in to this guy for the next four to five years. I I I I, I do not care what contract he signed. That doesn't mean anything, coat. Coaches can be fired the next season. I don't care what. I I do not care how long he got hired for. But it's just, it's concerning to me. Because I like this head coach. He has one hell of a defense there. But that offense is not going to just build itself. I got to give this hire a 5.5 out of 10. The only reason I don't like it as much as I should is that they don't have a plan at quarterback. Or unless if they do, it has not been leaked for me to see. So fuck if I know. But based off what I've seen, 
I sound kind of hypocritical because I gave the Brian Flores hire a better score, but that's because they already kind of had a plan at quarterback. Case Keenum, guess what? He's not your guy. He's not. I'm sorry to break that, but he's not. Vic Fangio is either going to last for five years and have his franchise quarterback. Okay, no. Okay, no. In five years, he's... Okay, in five years, he is either going to be the Broncos head coach with a good young quarterback, their offense is clicking, their defense is already incredible, or he's going to be back on someone else's coaching staff. And and I'm leaning towards he's going to be back on someone else's coaching staff. That sucks to say because I really like him, but 5.5 out of 10 for this hire. On to the next one. We have Cliff Kingsbury. The USC offensive coordinator, ex-Texas Tech head coach with Pat Mahomes, to the Arizona Cardinals. What the fuck are you doing, Arizona? Is this your guy? Is this the guy you look at and say, wow, did you see what USC did on offense last year? Wow. Astonishing work. Dude. You're hiring this guy because he coached Patrick Mahomes. Do people not understand how stupid that sounds? Oh my god, that guy coached the MVP. Let's lift him up from offensive coordinator of a mediocre college program. Okay, um, okay. A, a mediocre college team to the head coach of our National Football League team. Am am I the only one who thinks that's crazy? Am I the only one who thinks that's just the stupidest idea to me? Like, he coached Patrick Mahomes in college. And to be fair, I was not making podcasts when Patrick Mahomes was in college. But I did not really like him. I did not really like him. coming out of college based off his decision making. Granted, I've I've been wrong about that and, and I'm cool with saying that. I, I'm wrong about that. But just because he coached the kid, hey, let's bring him up to our team which has not much at all built. This team does not have much. And what do you do? Let's bring up the USC offensive coordinator. Do you want to know why? Because he coached Patrick Mahomes. This is a zero, zero out of ten. Do you want no? Do you want that's a bit too harsh. I'll 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 give it a two based off just the sheer maybe that he can turn into something special. I'll give it a two because maybe he can make Josh Rosen work, and I really like Josh Rosen, but based off the talent that's around him, holy fucking shit, he's gonna be bad. And it already showed. Like, I'm getting worked up about this hire because it pisses me off so much that this is the direction that the league is heading in. The Jets were talking about hiring the Baylor head coach. I chose not to talk about that because I really like direction that they went into. But the fucking Baylor head coach, dude. This is the worst example of, hey, let's hire the new offensive guy. It's the worst example of it. Pat Mahomes is not Pat Mahomes without Andy Reid. 
Pat Mahomes, that kid is awesome. Don't get me wrong. That kid is incredible. But but then without Andy Reid, he's not what he is. Without Alex Smith, he's not what he is. And you want to coach Josh Rosen, who has little to none offensive line. His best weapon is, is Larry Fitzgerald, who's going to retire here soon. He can't keep playing forever. Or at least I think he can't. And, I mean, David Johnson just had a mediocre season, and their defense has Patrick Peterson, and that's it. They have the number one pick. And this dude was talking about a, a few months ago, I would draft Kyler Murray with the number one pick. This guy is either sheer genius and I don't see it, or, or like, I see exactly what's going to happen. I still think this dude's going to coach the Cardinals for four to five years. I'm not sure how long his contract was, but I still think he's going to coach the Cardinals for a good amount of time. But that's because they're hoping him and Josh Rosen can work. Like, if, if, if they got Adam Gase, I wouldn't be that mad at the hire. I'm like, do you know what? Give, you know, give, I would say give Gase some time to build the offensive line, get some weapons for him, build a defense. But the fact that you hired a dude because he coached Pat Mahomes, 2 out of 10. And the only reason I'm giving him a, a 2 is just because the sheer chance he might work. The maybe aspect. It pisses me off that this got hi- that, that 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 he got hired for an NFL coaching job, and he thinks Ky- Kyler Murray should be drafted with the number one pick. And look who has the number one pick. Crazy, right? Crazy. So stupid. Two out of ten. On to the next one and the final one. We have Matt Lafleur, Titans offensive coordinator, going to the Packers. Uh, I don't dislike this hire. I don't think it's a bad hire. I, I, I don't think it's a good hire. Like, I just... I've been talking about the young offensive mind so much, it's literally giving me a headache. And that's because maybe I just got really mad at Cliff Kingsbury getting hired. Which, that's exactly why, but it's but it's still making me upset. Like, it's it's just, is this your guy? <laughs> is this really your guy? I think he's a good coach. Well, I, I, I think he's a perfectly average coach. And with Aaron Rodgers as toxic as he's becoming, is this going to work? Because you know damn well all the blame's getting put on Matt LaFleur. And I don't blame him one bit for going to the Packers. Hell, you're coaching Aaron Rodgers. That is great for Mr. LaFleur. LaFleur, I don't know what to call him. Great for him. I tip my cap to him. Good shit. You're going to be coaching a top five quarterback. But then you look at the other side of that top five quarterback. The wow, he got Mike McCarthy fired. A very lovable dude. He got him fired. What is he? What's gonna happen to the Titans' offensive coordinator? 
what's going to happen to him? First time head coach? Hmm. It's it's annoying to me. I mean, he's he's not a bad coach, but I don't think he's a good one. And I just don't like the situation that he's in right now. Granted, he's coaching Aaron Rodgers. Good good job. You made it. You're coaching a top five quarterback. And based off talent, a top ten quarterback to ever play the game. Good for you, buddy. But if you don't do well this first season, you could very well be gone. And that's be- and that's just because Aaron Rodgers got Mike McCarthy fired. I'm just it this hire it 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 confuses me. I'm I wouldn't say I'm torn on the hire, but this could go one or two ways. Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers they 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 kind of have a rift about midway through the next season like around week 7 to 9 they're not working out very well you can kind of sense a rift starting to begin and the next thing you know he's fired not during the season not during the off season but but like midway to but from like week 4 to 10 of the 2020 season so in 2 years so boom so boom you just coached Mr. Aaron Rodgers for one and a half seasons. Yay, I bet that was just an incredible job for y'all to have a rift for a year. Or or it could very well go the way of they work out perfectly together. It's just playing butterflies and rainbows. Nothing but Super Bowls. I'm just kidding, that's not going to happen. But nothing but wins and playoff appearances they go to. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't. I just. I don't see it going that way. I gotta rate this higher the the perfectly average five out of ten. Five out of ten. That's what I rate it. Five out of ten. Just a quick recap: Brian Flores seven out of ten. Zach Taylor to the Bengals four out of ten. Adam Gase to the Jets ten out. Wait, wait, did I? Get, no, 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 this was an eight. <laughs> Bruce Aarons to the Bucks, 4.5, sun around that range. Freddie Kitchens staying with the Browns, 10 out of 10. Vic Fangio, 5 out of 10. Cliff Kingsbury, 2 out of 10. And Matt Luffler, 5 out of 10. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with your friends. If you didn't, share it with your friends. I just... That Cliff Kings that <laughs> it's such a stupid hire. I I I can talk about that for hours, but I'd be do I I just be saying the same points. You hired someone because he coached Pat Mahomes. That still pisses me off. I should have saved that one for last. I can talk about that one the most. But hey, I'm not. So yeah, cue that music before I keep on rambling. And by the way, I just made a Twitter account for the podcast. It is at SPWS Podcast, short for Sports Dispenser. Sports Dispenser is too long. It's tragic. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's tragic. Wah. But yeah, if you would like to follow that, please do. And uh, yeah, just thought I'd say that.